shelf life contains adult content and even though it's all about toys, may not be suitable for children. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. You're a plastic toy, isn't it great? Shelf Life. Welcome back to episode 50 of Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. My name is Blake Walker, the original toy guru, and with me is my co-host. And I am the original His Tank founder. <laughs> oh, you you invented that site? Yep, it was all me, buddy. How do you go about moderating the message board when it becomes uh, infiltrated with fash elements? Well, you see, I find that the best way to create positive discourse is by letting people freely express themselves as much as they possibly want. <laughs> so you're kind of like the um, parlor of toy right. message boards. I, I feel like okay. completely unrestricted... Uh, conversations can only lead to good and positive interactions <laughs> right right let let the toxicity flow in the toy community i say um hey my name's adam though hey adam um <laughs> i'm blake again uh while we're on gi joe i want to i wanted to get something out of the way so the last episode you heard if you're listening to these in order was a bit of an April Fool's thing that uh, our, our good friends, the Arnett brothers, did, were kind enough to to make an episode for us, a prank episode, which was very, very cool of them and also very unexpected. Uh, that, John, yeah, I, I think the best thing about that episode is that just out of the blue, we were having a conversation with Josh and he just kind of casually like <laughs> yeah. said, oh, by the way, my brother and I recorded an entire shelf life episode yeah like he wasn't even gonna give this to us like he's like yeah i never got around to editing it yeah. and i'm like just give it to me i'll have it done by like the end of the night yeah and i'll it's something i can put up <laughs> um but i feel like um john mentioned something uh big old school or 80s gi joe guy that he uh, he kind of dismissed the new Hasbro 6-inch G.I. Joes. He dismissed them out of hand, sort of. <laughs> and I feel like uh, we may have lost our entire audience because the toy world seems to be in an absolute love affair with G.I. Joe classified series. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a love-hate situation. They love yeah. them, but they are having a real pickle of a time getting a hold of them. <laughs> yeah. I think John did say he bought a few but then decided he wasn't interested well Which, i think because he is an old school toy shopper and what he wants yeah. is to be able to walk into a store and just find exactly what you're looking for and yes us modern collectors know that just ain't the way of it anymore <laughs> it's all about the it's all about those pre-orders baby yeah. um even i'm getting into that game which i'll tell you about in a bit but uh yeah john somebody's got to tell john that that's not just not how it works anymore because stores are wastelands where you're lucky to get a, a five-year-old Marvel legend or maybe the other day uh, it was either Target or Walmart or, or probably both just like an entire peg of Frogmans 
You know that stupid Marvel <laughs> you know, Legends guy? I went I went to a few stores the day after you did your tour of Springfield and yeah, I noticed yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but I definitely noticed an entire peg full of frogmans at one of those. All stores. the frogmans all the way down. And it's like <laughs> yeah. this is pathetic. And these are the old like no other Marvel Legends, period. But yep. that stupid frog. Oh boy. I saw a really sad. good picture earlier that someone had posted on Twitter and it was a toy section where somebody had just thrown up. I don't know where they found them. It was at Walmart, but they threw up some old Disney infinity figures uh-huh. <laughs> from, you know, like five years ago, <laughs> whatever that game yeah. came out. And anyway, they posted it with the lyrics of, if you believe in life after love, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> okay. I guess I would have had to been there. Yeah. Um, but the, Really, the only real thing I got out of that uh, toy tour of Springfield, this is how how barren the the toyscape is. Um, I was at Vintage Stock and I found uh, a, a a minifig from the Loyal Subjects that I've been looking for for I've been wanting for a while. Can you guess who it is? You know who the Loyal Subjects figures are? No, I don't. Wait, oh, did you post? They a make picture? little ones. Did you post a picture have. of this? Is it Hank Hill? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did like little He-Man and other ones, and yeah. they've done a cartoons. I guess cartoons on Fox pack, and uh, not interested in Family Guy and American Dad so much. Bob's Burgers, maybe. I mean, I like that show, all right? But King of the Hill is my <laughs> a long dead show <laughs> with uh, very little uh, interest left in it. But it's. I don't think there's been a King of the Hill. It's one of my favorite shows of all time i should say yeah i don't think there's been any kind of, of toy representation uh of of them since like 1998 or something and and it, you have to pay like an ass load of money for this like five pack of toys yeah the only thing they made i i was legitimately shocked that that was the only thing you had found in a, a day long it uh, was pathetic yeah and i found one of the lanard brand predators that kind of is kind of see-through um that i bought on a whim not even because i wanted it but because i thought well you know what chc uh (laughs) collectors helping collectors maybe someone else will want it is there Uh, a lot of have you seen a lot of demand for that though i i know people have i don't know kind of recognized them as being good figures but i didn't know if the major collectors are out there really chasing those down or not i could be wrong i don't with them and the and the aliens, I don't I don't think collectors are like got to get my hands on these grails. But <laughs> I have I've pretty much only seen positive response because they're like, wow, these th- for the price point, these things are pretty interesting and cool, and there's really nothing like them. You know, and honestly, um, I don't know. I I can't predict anything, but I could see there being the market trending that way because collectors can find stuff they like for cheaper and probably easier to find than they can at the the higher priced market, you know? So it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if people started chasing down some of the, the cheaper, easier yeah. to find stuff. Yeah. And I, I keep seeing that alien queen and, uh, I was, I was talking to a, a friend on Instagram of how that we're both just waiting for that queen to go on clearance because we, I think we both kind of want that stupid red queen, but yeah. don't want to pay the full $20. It's enormous, though. Um, and that's what's so funny, because you'll drop $20 on a Marvel Legend without hesitation, but you won't buy right. a giant alien queen for that. Uh, I know. Well, the thing is, it's like, do your own paint job, or else you're going to have a red queen, <laughs> which makes no sense. Yeah. And and the articulation is is limited. It's not like a NECA. Uh, I sure. guess if you want to drop three hundo or whatever <laughs> on a... 
on an out of uh out of stock NECA queen. Um, anyway, I, so that I bought the ten dollar Predator, which I thought was a damn good deal for this beefy guy, and I noticed people are charging, you know, like upwards of twenty bucks and more for these Predators with shipping on on eBay. So I thought, why don't I just like give it away to promote the show or something? Sure, so sure. we can talk about that at the end, though. Um, but yeah, that's that. Hank Hill's my my big thing lately. <laughs> and if anyone sees a Dale or a Bobby, they are selling for a lot on eBay. So I don't want to do that. So did did uh, again, I hear CHC? Did I hear at some point they were going to be rebooting King of the Hill, but it was actually going to take place like fifteen years after the the original series? They keep threatening it, and <laughs> I just hope they don't. I can't decide if I would love to see a Bobby aged 15 years or not. I mean, yeah, he'd be around 30. Um, <laughs> I don't. We Not every show, but there's this thing in TV now where they, they won't let a show die. Absolutely every show, whether it was good or not, has to be dug out of the ground and resurrected, and I don't care for it. <laughs> the trend. <laughs> Yeah. Punky Brewster? Like Punky fucking Brewster? That that is for a generation before us, I feel like. Saved by the Bell? Um I don't know. I don't know if any of these are good. Will and Grace. Uh, I'm just oh, yeah. throwing that one was out. um the Connors. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have any anything uh, interesting you got lately? Oh boy, I have got a few things recently um i did get the amazon pre-order of the deadpool which is supposed to be like the kind of um dusty dirty deadpool from deadpool Mm. 2 only he's really just kind of a more muted red color he's not really dirty or or dusty but i i kind of like it that way i like kind of the darker uh tones to him yeah i saw that picture you posted and it did look cool and yeah definitely just looked like a, a dull red yeah um, it wasn't like the gray and black, like the movie kind of makes right. it. But, um, and then, yeah, I love, I, I do not really like Deadpool 2 that much, but for some reason I just love that cable domino and, and uh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah. So I had to, I had to track all of them down and they, get them. They're, they're cool, cool figures. I really like the look of the domino. Um, after getting that, that uh, Jim Lee early nineties cable figure though, I, everything else pales in comparison why would you ever need another one i completely agree I know, exactly, that figure is exactly. so good like i don't even have my my marvel legends up right now but i i can't bring myself to get rid of of that cable yeah or any of any of the x-men really i have no idea why that first line of x-men figures they did uh a few years ago when they started kind of redoing that uh had a cable like a more modern cable i guess and it was terrible it was terrible yeah it was dog shit he looks so dumb (laughs) (laughs) oh my god thank god they corrected that yeah i'm i'm glad they went the direction they did with it but uh in addition look like duke nukem or something yeah i don't know (laughs) but in addition to that i also got i'm caught up on the entire back to the future series including the uh target and walmart exclusive marty's which were the tales from space and the Battle of the Bands audition. There we go. I saw both of those in the store when I was doing my toy tour the other day. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, you know, I do love this film trilogy. I could get myself into this expensive thing, but uh, I, I stopped myself. I'm, I'm a little nervous about NECA's current business model, which is like they're giving stores some of these exclusives. And it seems more the case with Walmart than Target. 
and they just absolutely flood them <laughs> with the exclusives. Yes, like it was a full a full peg or more of of the uh, at Walmart of the rehearsal uh, battle of the bands, Marty, whatever it was. Yeah, and the um, and that, same at Target with the uh, Tales from Space. Yep, and actually, that, is the Tales from Space just Target? Yeah, it is. Okay. Although you can get the Battle of the Bands, Marty, from uh, Big Bad Toy Store. I don't know why that is also available on there, but it is. Mm. Um, anyway, but also the Shadow Shredder or whatever, the Shadow Super Shredder uh, from the Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. One of the Walmarts has 40 of those <laughs> on the I shelf. I think I saw that, yeah. And oh, you boy. saw when they first released, everyone had pictures of all their Walmarts just had shelves and shelves and shelves of these Shredders. And I'm like... Right. That's a really cool figure, but they are going to be absolutely <laughs> worthless. I know. It's just going to, they're going to end up in clearance. Yeah. Uh, which is fine, I guess. Five years from now. Yeah, it is if fine. If people but, are able to get what they want, I just worry right. that NECA is going to end up shooting themselves in the foot and having to scale back in other ways because they've overproduced yeah. certain things. It's like good for collectors they because everybody actually gets it that wants it, but bad for the industry because they screwed up and made way too much. <laughs> right. And it they messed up their finances and then they made the figure worthless as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they just, you know, warm pegs. Uh, and then the store doesn't order more things because they're like, we still got 50 shredders. We'll just keep them around until 2030. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. No, folks. yeah, and they'll be there forever. Uh, the only other thing I chased down, I decided to start kind of centering my collection around movies that I love, um, largely in response to a lot of the stuff Neck has been pu- putting out and plans to put out. But I did decide yeah. to go ahead and, and chase down just the four main characters in the um, Ghostbusters Plasma series. I didn't do the whole wave, okay. but I did get all four of the main Ghostbusters in that. Um, and I plan to probably stop there unless like a Rick Moranis figure or something like that comes out, but those are cool. I saw some more of the Kenner style, the real Ghostbusters at Walmart. Mm -hmm. I guess they did a re, uh, did they like sell out for a while and then they, yeah, their, their first initial restock waves. Yeah. Kind of went like flew off the shelves and then they, I think they restocked a bunch of them and it still did really well, but. You'll occasionally come to a Walmart where there's a bunch hanging hanging around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they had all the Ghostbusters. They had like the uh, the big Marshmallow Man, uh, the um, like just like the kids' fake, uh, like the Ghost Popper gun thing. Yeah, yeah. that thing. <laughs> um, you know the goofy stuff. Yeah. And I really have thought about, because my one of my close Walmarts has most of those figures still on the shelf, and they're the ones that don't have that, What it, it's not a misprint, but they don't have the, who you're going to call on the, the box, so they're not right. like that first wave that wasn't That's supposed to have That's what it was. Yeah, because um, it, it still says, like, I ain't afraid of no ghost. I couldn't remember which thing had the copyright problem. <laughs> yeah. So they're the ones that don't have that on the box. And I, I've thought about getting a second set just to open one, especially since Hasbro has announced that they're going to do the original Ecto-1 toy from that hmm. from that series. Okay. In addition to some of, of the other, like, ghosts and stuff they had put out. But I'm like, man, how deep do I need to get into this? this like do i need to have these toys out as if i'm actively playing with them part of me says yes i want that um but i don't know that i need it especially when it comes to like space and money considerations yeah 
That's I'm just. I think I said it last time a billion years ago, but the uh, situation is still the same. I ha- I've run out of space, uh, so this is a zero-sum game, and uh, something's got to give. I got drawers full of Marvel Legends now. <laughs> um, can I talk about things I have pre-ordered since I haven't been doing a lot, of, a whole lot of toy buying? But sure, I got a, I I got a few things, things on pre-order on, okay. myself. Nice. Um, I, I I'm always behind on the. Uh, mcfarlane dc multiverse stuff that i want yeah by the way i really want red hood (laughs) cannot find that god i don't know why he was so short packed or whatever but people want an arm and a leg uh second hand for him but i pre-ordered the i think i did it from target actually the whole wave of um death metal oh yeah so and mainly the reason i did the all four figures is not because I want long hair Superman, um, but because I want to build the uh, Batman Dark Side hybrid mashup thing. God, yeah, that's going to be a big I, one. It's like I like Batman, and I like and I like Dark Side, and <laughs> this is a cool way to show that. Um, <laughs> this is the one that has the death metal Batman with the big Undertaker coat, but this time he has a red guitar which I didn't read the comic this time. Uh, I read the first metal, but I'm told that the guitar is red because it's actually maybe Plastic Man um, making himself into guitar form. <laughs> oh, that's actually really cool. guy. Because I know he played a pretty significant part in the main, in yeah, the original yeah, yeah. storyline. But this time he's he's back, but he's just a guitar. That's his only <laughs> job. Uh, and I've I've been saying I wanted more like, uh, 112 scale musical instruments just for to do fun uh band photography and stuff like that but this so it's cool to have a guitar but this is like a bizarre little weapon shaped red guitar that would never go with any other situation other than yeah. this very specific weird death metal thing um so yeah it's a weird robin a super a wonder woman superman and batman all all very metal looking of course, once I get them, I'm probably going to want that big bat skeleton motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Uh, have to, definitely. have to see how hard that is to get now. And uh, still several other things I want in that stupid line. Um, I also, speaking of metal, I pre-ordered from Super 7 from their Ultimates line, the, the band Ghost, their character Papa Emeritus 1, uh, or the first. I don't know how you say it, but, you know, from the lore of this band Ghost... It's like a satanic pope type figure called Papa Emeritus. Um, I pre-ordered that months ago, and I uh, I just found out because I emailed them. I'm not getting it till the end of this year. <laughs> so, like, damn, uh, I really wanted that. Yeah. So yeah, and the the death metal I think I'm getting next month maybe if I'm lucky, but who knows? Uh, I think that's all I have out there in the ether right now as far as pre-orders though what did you have that's good stuff um but and i've got a similar possible pain point on pre-ordering as well (laughs) but um so okay so i've got a few a handful of pre-orders out more so than i really wanted to i wanted to kind of be done with the whole like (laughs) long list of pre-orders but Mm -hmm. um here we are anyway (laughs) So currently in my Big Bad Toy Store pile of loot ready to ship is the uh, NECA Ghost Face, uh, the Ultimate Edition from Scream. Okay. 
which I noticed as I was ordering it, I don't think it's marketed with Scream on the box anywhere. It just says Ghostface, which oh, I'm sure weird. was a licensing rights thing, but I thought that was Bizarre. odd. Anyway, um, and I also have uh, Diamond Select re-released their Muppet figures, and I <laughs> bought a second version of Kermit and Miss Piggy. It was a two-pack, and mm. the reason I did is because the first Kermit I have has... Uh, fucked up eyes and I'm <laughs> which which was like that's how he was produced that way and I'm told yeah. that this new version corrected that so I'm hoping for a better You're told Kermit. hoping it doesn't come and the eyes are worse this time <laughs> right right um which would be my luck yeah that's uh, generally how it goes with the toy industry but you never know and then Marvel Legends announced their uh, villains wave which has like um, a bunch of villains across all their titles um and so the lady death strike is that Ooh. her name yeah lady death strike yeah from x-men uh i pre-ordered her nice and then NECA also announced uh that they're doing the american werewolf in london and they announced the werewolf but he's not up for pre-order yet but they also announced the um you've seen that movie right i have not Oh, no. Okay. Sp- well, you can spoil it. I don't know. Well, this isn't a spoiler, but there's a nightmare scene where there's like these kind of ghoul wolf Nazi guys that are <laughs> like terrorizing a family. Um, okay. And anyway, they they have a uh, one of those Nazi monsters is up for pre-order. So I pre-ordered one of those. Does it just say Nazi monster on the box? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know what it's. <laughs> I can't remember what it what it's called. Um <laughs> Where Nazi at night he becomes when the moon is full he becomes a Nazi. But it's also kind of an army builder because I, I there's multiple Nazi monsters and they just made one ultimate but it's got four four heads. Okay, I see what they're doing. Oh yeah, they they know how to how to move these things. When are they going to do Teen Wolf? I mean, they already have a uh, Michael, Michael J. J. Fox's Fox. likeness, right? I I honestly would not put put it past them at all uh, reuse some of those wolf parts uh it's called an uh nightmare demon according to the uh mm. the pre-order nice and generic okay yep uh and then finally also from NECA you know I had said for a long time I was gonna I was not going to buy any more of the tune turtles yeah but if I ever saw the Vernon and Rat King two-pack oh, yes. in a store I would buy it well NECA went ahead and called my bluff and they put it up for pre-order on their website. So well, of course. I uh, I went ahead and pre-ordered that. and But I'm told that the pre-orders through their websites are like, because it's just kind of like they send them out as they get them. So there's really no way of telling when you're, when you're going to get their pre-orders. And I guess there's even still people waiting on the token uh, Razor figures and stuff like oh, that. Man. So I will not be holding my breath on that one. And I've already paid full price for it so i don't have to worry about being surprised at any point in my bank account just uh just on my doorstep so yeah you know if you were if if this was one of the lines you were collecting hardcore i don't think i could blame you too much for for staying in the the cartoon turtle game i know they're huge right now though and people are being driven to madness by (laughs) by the supply there was a guy who tweeted earlier that he had found, I, I don't know if you knew about this, but they just put out a four pack with all the turtles in, in their disguises. So they're all wearing pants and then they come with trench coats and yeah. the mask, like the masks and everything. And people have been frantically 
out hunting that. And someone had tweeted a picture of it earlier and they were saying like something like, oh my God, I'm shaking from the anxiety of finding this. And at first I laughed like, calm down, dude. But then I remembered all the millions of times I've been there in that exact situation. I know exactly what it feels like when you see something that you never, you didn't think you would just see it there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you do this, but it's kind of a, a primal, like before anyone else, I'll like snatch it. Like someone else is going to come up and snatch it. If I don't immediately yeah. <laughs> I'll grab and, it off the hook. And this is, this is, uh, I hate to even say this cause it's, it's going to sound pathetic, but I will even like grab all of them. <laughs> oh my God. And then like take them to a separate, not to hide them. I'll, I'll put them back where they were. But I want to make sure I've got plenty of time to look at yes. all of them and see which one I I want before somebody else comes and grabs them off right. the thing. So I will like, I'll like tuck them away for just a minute while I thoroughly review yeah. them all and then I'll make, put them all back. Go to like the, the housewares aisle or something where <laughs> you know that toy hunters are not going to see you. Yep. You're lo- <laughs> looking for the best paint job and then you put the bad paint jobs back on the peg for the yep. other the other schmucks. <laughs> exactly. I, I know. I've I've done similar uh, weird weirdo things. Sure. Uh, and then the other thing which I had forgotten about, but just remembered, is that I also got one of the uh, NECA loot boxes to get the movie Danny fi- figure. Oh, is that who they're putting in there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. They actually. Did you look into that loot box thing at all? There were four different boxes: no. uh, a movie, two cartoons, a comic. No, it was a movie, an arcade, a comic, and a tune uh, one. And then if you ordered all four, though, you got an exclusive tune figure, um, yeah. which is going to be like really, really rare and expensive. But I just yeah. couldn't, I just couldn't put down the two hundred and twenty-five dollars or whatever to buy all four boxes, especially I what when it's going to be like. What tune figure? Is- it's it's one of the guys from Bebop and Rocksteady's Human Gang. I forget what his name is. <laughs> Some brando that was in the background. But he's also got an alternate like bat head. You know, at some point oh. he also turns into a mutant. Everybody like, gets a uh, furry, furry fied yeah. in that show. Exactly. I didn't realize that they were kind of indoctrinating us for furrydom when I was watching <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> yeah. Where do you but, think of the, the whole culture comes from? Is uh, Yeah. I mean, that's that and Lola Bunny pretty much. <laughs> yep. Um, um, so Danny is a very silly figure to have, but I'm, I'm excited. Him. I'm excited to have him. I mean, no, no first TMNT movie set is complete without Danny, the extremely important character. Yeah. And if they stay true to the last time they did the loot boxes, they are pretty limited in quantity and, uh, they did already sell out. So it'll be, it'll be a, a, a yeah. prize piece, you know, there was a time, wait, this is who it's a NECA loot box. Yeah, it's is an exclusive. It's not like part of the subscription thing. It's like a separate okay. box that you pre. It's it's basically you're just pre-ordering the figure, but it's through loot box. Yeah, man the the things they're the things they'll make us do to ourselves. The bizarre yeah. ritual of it all. I that just got me thinking about loot crate and how I I used to actually get loot crate for a short time, way way back, and it was pure hot garbage. Almost yeah. everything that came yeah. in there. <laughs> I remember there was a bar we used to do trivia at, um, not the Alamo, but it was a different bar. And when we would do pop culture trivia, I don't know if you remember this or not, but yeah, they, all their prizes were basically yeah. loot crate prizes. All the stuff is like, as soon as you get it, you want to get rid of it. It's like, yeah. oh, well this is going in the landfill. 
And so, yeah, it's like, I guess if I owned a bar, I'd want to get rid of my crap <laughs> via trivia too. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that the Arnett brothers might've said that we need to clear up for our toy fans out there? <laughs> Any upsetting things they got wrong? Um, reaction yeah. is owned by super seven, not Funko now, although it, I think it originally was a Funko. Property. It was. It, I, yeah. It might have they might have been independent and then Funko and then Super Seven, so um, they, they knew some things. They knew some. Things. Yeah, they and they were very very close on things. Yes. I was surprised when uh, John was describing, I guess, the collectors' aisles in in Target, and Josh said, mm-hmm. "Is that where NECA figures are, or something yeah, like that?" I was yeah. I was very very impressed with Josh and knowing that. And- the NECA figures right. were over there. To be fair, he I think he only knows it from the sheer repetition of you and me saying <laughs> Absolutely. NECA, 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 this is where they are. Here's a picture of Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a picture of a Target shelf. Um Okay. Well, then they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh but I'm sure people are really glad to have, you know, two toy experts back and <laughs> the, the experts who never say anything wrong. Right. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on the pulse of the toy game at all times. So what I thought we would do. So it's our 50th anniversary. Did you know that? Yes. 50 years of this thing. So I thought we'd do, uh, I kind of went back and looked at old bits and games and, <laughs> and goofs that we used to do yeah. like segments, I guess. Um, we were a lot more motivated to have segments early in the podcast. Yeah, than, yeah. Than we uh, eventually got around to. We had these high-minded ideas that we were going to do all these segments um, and bits. And some of them stuck around, some not so much or at all. Um, and one, one segment I actually stole from um, John Arnett from our previous episode because I thought it would... It was really funny, and <laughs> it would be good <laughs> yeah. to incorporate into the main show. So thank you, John. Should I jump into one, though? Yeah, go for Might it. as well. We're, we're deep into this now. Actually, let's do... So I asked for, for questions from our dear listeners. So did you get anything on Twitter? I did not. Um, okay. Just just a couple of uh, snide comments about us not <laughs> recording very often. Oh, fuck off. Well, wait, was that Josh? <laughs> No, it I, it wasn't actually a snide comment at all. What did someone <laughs> say? I think someone was like impressed or something. Uh, but J- Josh did have something snide. Oh, say. someone said, wow, come so far, which mm-hmm. I took as somewhat sarcastic since well, Josh pointed out, I think he pointed out in the last episode with John that yeah. he's got a separate podcast that since November, they've recorded 23 episodes <sighs> and we've recorded two. <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we, they... We're not committed to to weekly like they are, so yeah. They Which, have, they've if I'm done twenty three since the, they started it. Yeah, uh, weekly is ambitious for a podcast, it's and hard. also not necessary. Dare I say? I don't want to come down on anyone. I respect everyone's game, but once a week is a lot. Some, I mean, if it's something I'm really into, there are weekly shows that I listen to. Um, but it has to really grab me. Um, and if someone was, was paying us in any way, yeah, I think I could be more (laughs) motivated to do it weekly. That's true. I agree. So, okay. This one, uh, this question comes from Josh. I'm going to start, start us off with a joke one, uh, from, these are all from Instagram, by the way. He says, which homie is your favorite? (laughs) 
So uh, I'm going to let you, do you recall homies? I, I recall what they are. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking I, up a list of them on, on my phone. I'll do the same so that I, I'm going to answer it sincerely. How do I find their name? Man, they all look kind of goofy here. Whoa, this, there's a chart that has like 5,000 of them and the text on the names is so small I can't read it. Yeah, I, was, I just found that. I wonder if I visit the Pinterest page that someone has created for homies. <laughs> no, don't go to Pinterest. That's always just a, uh, a hellhole. Now I can't tell if some of these are fan-made. Okay, here's some names. Okay, here's one. There's a very curvy woman named Bouncy. <laughs> so, you know I like that. Yeah, yeah. There's one just called Fly Girl. That tracks. In There's Living a, Color. Yeah, but she doesn't really look like one of the In Living Color Fly Girls. There's an enormous man named Big Dog, D-A-W-G. And then a Rottweiler uh, pictured next to him. The Rottweiler's name is Devil Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so. Man, I'm de- trying desperately to find something that shows their names. And I do think, I can't find anything that has legible names on it. But I do think that there's currently in stock at Walmart.com <laughs> a, a homies family poster that has a number of homies in their names. So if you want a poster of the figures, my Walmart. This is no joke. Uh, I had a friend in high school who had a homies poster on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> and this I assume is, being one of your friends, he was probably. Uh, it was like half ironic. ironic, half not. Like he would have been the. the kind of kid who would have got them out of the vending machine i i don't think they they were that common here but they did exist um oh my god there's someone named clown prince who looks as if he has icp makeup on oh man um i finally found some found something i can read mm-hmm. and some of these names are too racial to even <laughs> uh, to even say i think i'm not yeah i'm not gonna say the the ones that sound bad um but there are an inordinate number of just dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Chihuahua here and like a bulldog or pit bull. The last one I'll say, in addition to Bouncy, the thick lady, we got another lady named La Chunky. Um, okay. <laughs> so, you know I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at a picture of... Series eight. Oh, I don't know what series this is. Uh, there is one called Baby Mama, and she's pushing a stroller with two babies in it. Okay. There is one of a uh, hunchback-looking character whose name is Quasi Loco. Nice. Uh, there's La Chunky. Oh, okay. So La Chunky's real good. And one named UBS Man. Which is a guy uh, in a dolly carrying like three boxes, and he's wearing like a brown uniform. I like that one a lot. Oh, nice. UB. Oh, there's a knockoff of homies called Mijos. Yeah. I don't know yep. if it's a knockoff or a spinoff that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could Who be tell? Could be either. Um, oh, there's, there's one here that's just called Big Chungus. Okay, that's probably run its course. There are we could do thousands and thousands of homies. Yeah, we could just go through homies Damn all it. night long. I'm so mad that Josh got me into that however long we <laughs> spent on that. 
Uh, He's there laughing was, his ass off. There was a uh, eBay listing of series three of homies for $600. I think it was for the full series. Damn, son. I don't know if anyone would pay that for those, but oh, someone was certainly some, trying to sell it. Some homie head, some old head yeah. would totally do it. Um, So from, uh, I don't know if he wants me to use his name or, or not, but uh, his handle is Imperial Bitch, one of our good longtime followers. Uh, yeah. He has good content. He asked, this is a good one for you, Adam. What's a secondary X-Men character you need in Marvel Legends, and why is it Glob Herman? <laughs> do you know I who that is? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I do. He. Um, that would be wild. Just, I just want to say that would be awesome. I'm sure they would make it a, a, a build-a-figure. When would... I was at my peak of reading X-Men... I was trying to figure out how they would do that without showing the joints. Um, yeah. In there. Cause I, he, I agree. That would be such a fun character to I have. I mean, they just have to show, like, you know, the semi transparent Iceman figures. Yeah. It'd be, the, I'd imagine the same type of material, maybe. Yeah. You're probably right. I don't know how the, quite how they'd build the skeleton in, but folks, look them up if you don't know who Glob <laughs> Herman he, is. He's one of those characters that, became like started getting like a huge cult following that everybody loves because he's so pure he's so wholesome but he's one of the most upsetting visually yeah. that there ever was i i think people relate to glob a lot because he's a he's a character that even in the realm even in the context of being surrounded by odd and unique people he is somehow still the most odd and unique, <laughs> you know, like he's weirder than the weirdest X-Men. Uh, and I, and I think people really relate to kind of the being the outsider type of, of thing with him. Yeah. Yeah. I like when they have, uh, I, I guess he's a more long lived one, but when they have weird one-offs or X-Men with, with really, um, esoteric powers, um, that maybe even aren't that helpful. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, well, if we'd lived, if this was a, a a real thing where people had these random mutations, not all of them would be helpful. Um, I I don't know X Men. I haven't read anywhere near what you have, but I did. I was reading a series where there was a kid whose power was he could manifest big gold balls all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and that was all he could do. I didn't I didn't stick with that comic uh, long enough to find out if he had an arc, but um. I, Scott, my, my answer is going to be gold ball. <laughs> uh, Scott Ackerman did a one-off, like a one-shot. Um, I can't remember what it was for. It was in some sort of like series of a bunch of one-shots. But uh, he invented a character specifically just to be ridiculous that was like mm -hmm. a, had some sort of like spit ability where he just spit all <laughs> over people. I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but it was kind of funny. I mean, if you have like acidic spit, like sometimes the aliens do. Yeah, I mean, that it could, wasn't that, could... that though. Okay, <laughs> so not a it useful, was something. Not a useful right. spit. Yeah, it was something with even less utility. Right. Um, but I got to be honest, I don't think with my current collection I would have a place for Glob Herman in uh, my in in my uh, Marvel Legends. What I do want is I need a uh, I need a Wolfsbane from X Factor uh, specifically. Yes. I need a feral uh from X-Force. Are those are those two different people? They they are, yeah. Okay, I'm dumb. One one has uh more wolf dog-like powers and the other one has more cat uh <laughs> type powers. 
Okay. Um, they announced the domino that I want, which is kind of that 90s era, like armored domino that is coming yes. out. Uh, and then I need some figures from the 90s, late 80s, early 90s Excalibur. I need the Kitty Pride, the uh, figure with her in that b- weird blue, like blouse type uniform. Uh, right. I remember people were making that one custom uh, constantly. Yeah. And then like a spiky Rachel Summers, um, a new Captain Britain that is more in that style. So there's several in that Marvel Legends line that I still need to get to kind of round out my 90s, uh, my 90s theme. Speaking of 90s, when I used to uh, read some X-Men comics as a kid, did they ever make a phalanx figure of any kind? Remember that bad guy? <laughs> I'm sure in the history of Marvel Legends they have, but I think not may- in this maybe modern Toy Biz. Yeah. It would be wild to do some sort of build a figure they'd have to do it really weird because it's just like a it's it's basically like a gray goo <laughs> nanobot gone wrong thing that consumes everything yeah but i uh, probably have to be a a bath of some sort okay. i'm still waiting on that uh rides mojo that's uh <laughs> uh gonna have to be in some sort of like larger ride type package like professor xavier was but really right. need that mojo Right. Has, wait, is that something that's announced or you're just wanting? I'm just wanting. It's okay. a it's a wish list item. It's some he's such a big character. Well, Mojo and Modoc. Ha, ha, has a Modoc come out anytime recently? One's been announced and it is I, I obviously I'm not like an AIM <laughs> AIM fan. Like I didn't chase down those uh AIM uh, soldiers or yeah. agents or whatever. Yeah. But uh man, that Modoc that they've announced is very sweet looking. He's a very, he's very a must, looking. and yeah, he he would have to have a gigantic. Or he he's almost like a rides in himself. Yeah, I think he's like a he's got a front half and a back half. You have to put together. Uh, I think. Okay, one of those weird sugar man things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just to answer, I don't know that I answered Josh's question very well, but it is uh, objectively quasi loco. Okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's everybody's answer. Right. Fig dot Orion. Figorian asked, when did you seriously start collecting action figures? And do you think you'll ever stop collecting? Um, Jesus, I hope so. Is I can, my, is my answer to that. Yeah. To the second part, I can, mine's more recent than, than Adam. Um, so after my childhood toy, uh, my childhood interest in toys, they were kind of all, uh, liquidated at garage sales and things. And then I didn't pick it up again until like 20, 2011 or so 2010, 2011. So relatively recently, um, one of the first things I started collecting was, uh, I was watching all of star Trek, the next generation at the time. And I, uh, I was also doing a lot of flea market shopping and I noticed that people sell, especially, um, never opened Star Trek, the next generation, uh, playmates toys at, at flea markets a lot. And they were like for nothing for like a few bucks. So I started picking those up. Um, and eventually I had like a whole walls worth of them. And I even got my, uh, data and my Jordy signed and I still have those. And then a little while after that, I started getting back into reading comics and then started getting some Batman and and DC toys. And then it was just all over. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then my toy once, buying went wild and it's still yeah once the batman started there was no stopping him 
Yeah, and honestly, the year 2020 slowed down my buying, I'd say, a lot, because uh, I stopped going out. But, well, I don't know if... I don't know if I'll ever stop collecting uh, permanently. I don't have any desire to just quit the whole thing right now. Although we all go through that thing, I'm sure we're we're like, should I or shouldn't I? You know, this is a financially bad decision. Uh, it's my it's my constant state of mind, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's stressful to think about. When did you actually start? Well, and I think this is probably pretty well documented on the the podcast. But yeah, I. Started collecting in high school, uh, specifically with the uh, Playmate Simpsons figures and then into the Palisades Muppets figures. We both got hooked with Playmates lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got us. Uh, R.I.P. And now they got me with Billie Eilish. Yeah, that's who makes it. Oh, wait. No, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not gone. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was thinking like, of, I was thinking of Palisades. Sorry. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Who is gone? Rest in peace. Right, um, right. Great toy line, by the way. Anybody who missed Palisades, <laughs> pour one out. They were a great, great toy company. I missed them. Um, High school's a weird a, time to do it. Yeah, to it was a weird time. I Did I ever tell you about how like I remember one time this girl wanting to come over? <laughs> and uh, I showed her around and she saw my stacks. I had stacks and stacks and stacks of Simpsons action figures in my room. And uh, of course. she left within 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So do you think it was really because of, because of that? I don't know. You know, you tell yourself different things. <laughs> it was a weird situation. Can I get into this? You can't. Yeah. I mean, is there a lot of weird? <laughs> Not really. But here, going? here was the whole situation. So, how old were you? Eighteen. I think I was a senior in high school. Okay. So this was a girl who lived down the street from me, right? And we got close in a English class and became pretty good friends in there. And uh, yeah, I thought she was really attractive, but at that time, um, I was convinced that nobody liked me for any reason ever. So I didn't, I wasn't like actively pursuing relationships with girls, but we dis- we discovered that we both were really into the movie, The Labyrinth when we were younger. Okay. And so, uh, which surprised me cause she was kind of a cool, popular girl. So it was like this weird thing we like bonded over. So, you know, she likes Muppets. So that's <laughs> right, a right, plus right. in your direction. Yeah, and so she came over, she wanted to come over and watch The Labyrinth, or we talked about it. I don't know if I invited her or whatever, but she seemed enthusiastic about coming over to watch The Labyrinth with me. And so she came over, and I kind of showed her around. I I lived in a, basically like a guest house, um, (laughs) not in my parents' house. And so I was showing her around there, and I had stacks. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I had stacks and stacks of action figures, and she didn't seem put off by that. But then what happened is I was like, okay, well, let's watch the movie. And she sat on one couch and then I sat on another couch. That's I was pro- thinking, you got too many couches, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, well, in my mind, I was thinking we're just chilling, watching the labyrinth. I, I never yeah. would have thought at that time that I need to sit by a girl that I'm attracted to. My mind was always like, stay as far away from them as possible. <laughs> yeah. That's probably where my mind was at. I know it was at that time too. Um, so anyway, the movie, st- we started the movie and yeah, within, I don't know, generously 15 to 20 minutes, she was like, oh, I've, I've got to go. And then she left and it never came up and <laughs> again. So Dang. I don't know if it was cause she was hoping for a romantic situation and I had kind of scuttled it with the sitting on opposite couch or if she was put off by action figures, either way, it was a hundred percent my fault, <laughs> whatever it was. 
Uh, was it possible that that 15 minutes into the movie, something so upsetting happened that she... In the labyrinth? I guess a kid gets kidnapped. <laughs> a baby well, gets kidnapped by goblins. If that's... Nothing, nothing worse than that. <laughs> no, I guess I can't imagine anything more horrifying. Right. So um, anyway... So it's probably that. Yeah, probably not you. Yeah. Uh, so then I got married and all my toys went away. Um, Boo. Yeah. And then uh, when I got divorced six years later... Um, started hanging out with Blake more. Man, I feel like I've told this story so many times. Blake was getting into toys. Retelling. <laughs> yeah, uh, Blake was getting into toys, and I I can't even remember why, but you, I would tell you like I would always browse through toy sections, though I would never buy anything. But I I like yeah. that was something I did all my life. Was if I was in a store like yeah. a Walmart or Target, I was still going to the toy sections and looking at things. Anyway, and you were like started saying things like, "Oh, hey, be on the lookout for this." thing it's a marvel legend or whatever and i started like scoping things out for you and then that kind of led into me wanting to get <laughs> just my own for stuff. me i'm just looking for blake just that's <laughs> what you told yourself yep and then i fell off the deep end really bad and now i've been kind of slowly trying to scale things back and everything but yeah, yeah. so that was probably i don't know i've been divorced about 10 years now so i guess around the same time I love 2011 that or 2012 or so. Uh, yeah, because we are, they kind of worked in tandem, yours and mine. Addiction. I think so. We're bad influences on each other. <laughs> and when a wife comes in, the toys go away. And when a wife <laughs> leaves, the toys are there waiting for you. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, okay. I think I only had one other from our friend OG Trilogy. Oh, by the way, um, how do you like your, uh, your fall apart? Uh, C-3PO, because that was a gift from our friend OG Trilogy. Yes, thank you very much, OG Trilogy. I appreciate it. Blake just now gave it to me, even though I think you <laughs> oh, sent yeah. it uh, a long time ago, but I got yeah. it approximately four days ago. Um, yeah. And I love it. The head came off uh, immediately when I opened the package <laughs> um, and doesn't seem to really stay on at all. Uh, but beyond that, I think it's a uh, a very fun little uh, little figure, and I think it would be a good, a suitable you put some cloth uh, jumpsuit on it, and I think it'll be a very suitable crash test dummy. Right, he could he could fit right in and, and play with them. He he'd, he'd go in that fall apart van that I used to have really nicely. <laughs> yep. Um, I was reminded of C three PO because it's actually in his question. Um, he said, "What was the toy or action figure that got you back into collecting after a long hiatus?" Mine was the three and a quarter inch C-3PO from Return of the Jedi with a pop-out eye feature and salacious crumb. <laughs> I, I said that is a really weird one to bring you back out of retirement. Yeah. Just such a weird random thing. Um, uh, C-3PO with a pop-out eye. But uh, I guess if you're, you know, especially if you're into... C-3PO and Salacious Crumb, if they're your favorite characters, then yeah, I see how that could uh, get you back in the game. <laughs> right, right. Anytime you see that thing representing something that you love come out, it's it's hard to say no to. I don't I don't know that I had a, a long hiatus where I just stopped for a long time. I'll, I'll try to think, but you, you kind of had a hiatus. Was there ever a single toy that you felt brought you back in at any time? I, I really think, I don't know that there was a specific one. Um, Marvel Legends definitely contributed to it because I know those were kind of coming out pretty fast and furious even 10 years ago. They weren't coming out as, as fast and furious as they are now, uh, but even then they yeah. were still coming out pretty regularly. 
Okay. And that was usually also what I was looking for for you. You were asking me if I would see certain characters. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure that I probably bought some Marvel Legends before this. But I think the thing that I was most enthusiastic about was when Hasbro started the X-Men line. And it came with uh, that Cyclops, the uh, um, Rogue, that c- terrible cable. Um, yeah. And it was a juggernaut build-a-figure. Um pretty sure that that line was like i think i happened to find the whole wave going into a walmart one time and like you know spent 120 dollars or whatever that is to snatch up all uh six or seven of them uh and then yeah i was kind of hooked hooked after that and i think that's still where a lot of my uh passion for those x-men marvel legends is is why that's all that's left now is is basically just those right well yeah it's kind of like that's your like your home uh toy line and mine is just like batman stuff so that's what i'll default to if yep. if all else goes wrong and i i wish i had that uh, attachment to one single figure enough to pinpoint one but i don't other than the the star trek ones getting me into toy collecting after you know the the hiatus between my childhood and adulthood yeah um okay um Let's see what one should I you want to do a few I have uh I have a few trading cards here if you want me to read some back card bios okay, and have yeah. you guess them. I actually don't have any, but I'm totally fine, fine. playing it one way. <laughs> you know what? We'll go we'll go too long if <laughs> if we're both <laughs> yeah. doing these. Um so these are all off of trading cards, which I I now I want to get a uh <laughs> like a baseball card uh holder uh binder for these stupid McFarlane cards that they come with, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, but they're not all McFarlane. Okay, here's the first one. Without saying the character's name, Adam has to guess who the character is based on the bio on the uh, on the card, as it were. Since it's just since it's McFarlane, I can just say Batman, right? No matter what. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could and you'd probably be right. Uh, but you have to be more specific than that. And these okay. are not not all McFarlane. The first one says uh, blank is a traditional American passionate about his hobbies, sports, woodworking, construction, and grilling. He is an assistant manager at blank propane where he works hard to sell propane and propane accessories. Uh, that is, um, the drowned night from uh, dark nights. No, uh, I actually, I'm going to take that back. I believe that would be Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Incorrect. It's Spider-Man. Okay, next one. <laughs> Just a plain Spider-Man. Um, all right. Here's a McFarlane one that is not Batman. Blank is Batman's protege and crime-fighting partner. More than just a sidekick, Blank is an accomplished acrobat, a skilled fighter, and a sharp detective in his own right. Do you have an answer yet? Uh, that would be Robin, specifically Dick Grayson. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nightwing. Nightwing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong and wrong. This is what's interesting about this one. Batman has so many sidekicks. Think harder. But an acrobat. Okay, let me keep... Okay, yeah, you're right. The word acrobat probably should not have been in there. Let me keep going. Through rigorous and constant training, uh, Blank maintains his physical edge along with his knowledge of martial arts, makes him a formidable match for even the most experienced criminals, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he doesn't possess any superpowers. His discipline, training, and intelligence make him the natural leader of the Teen Titans. That's the most recent incarnation of the Teen Titans, I'm guessing. Is it Damien? 
I yes. guess. Okay. <laughs> so it is Robin. It's not Dick Grayson. As I said, you have to be specific. Well, I was very specific. Your card is wrong. True. The card shouldn't have said acrobat. Okay. This, uh, this one's a little more left field. As a child, blank, watched as his parents were brutally killed in Gotham City's crime alley. Traumatized by their deaths, he devoted his life to becoming the world's greatest weapon against crime. The blank. Um, you don't know it yet, do you? Uh, Grey Ghost? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> what did he, do you think he had the same origin story as Batman? Like his parents were also murdered? I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> In Crime Alley specifically. I just yeah. feel like... Every Gotham superhero has had their parents mar- bur- murdered in Crime Alley. Yeah, that's that's where they make them, where they make vigilantes. I almost said married in Crime Alley, but that's actually <laughs> Joker's backstory, where his parents were married in Crime Alley, and he was conceived there. <laughs> that would be so good if someone did that. <laughs> that's like the next Snyder movie with the Joker. In it. <laughs> right. That's the origin. Um, okay, this is a different figure, a different card. Um, so not the same one as the last one. <laughs> okay. I feel like you might be giving me a hint. It literally is saying that it literally is a totally different figure. Okay. With a di- different card with different artwork on the card. Okay. As a child blank watched <laughs> as his parents were brutally killed in Gotham city's crime alley. Traumatized by their deaths. He devoted his life to becoming the world's greatest weapon against crime. And you can buzz in whenever you know it. Uh, to become the ultimate vigilante, the blank knight, that's a hint, disciplined his mind and body to reach the pinnacle of mental and physical superiority, a master detective, blah, blah, blah. He loves bats. So there's a hint. <laughs> oh, darn. That threw my guess off. Um, I had a really good joke, and I was desperately trying to Google the character that I could say because I didn't remember his name, but Would, I'll just say Batman. Let's get it over with. Yes, it was... a. This was the Batman Detective Comics number 1000, the one I read before. They just uh, copy-pasted I, that, I guess, for Batman from Metal, the one with the two axes. And it's like, you could have said something about the Metal storyline <laughs> right, and right. something about why he looks this way, why he has two axes. <laughs> but w- Wildcat were... was the uh, character I was going to guess. <laughs> okay. I won't go on and on. I do have a Nightwing. That girl. <laughs> oh, read that one. Let's see if I can get that one. Dick Dick Grayson became. Oh, I said his name. Yep. Began his crime fighting career. Let's see if it's his acrobat as the original Robin, Batman's protege and crime fighting partner. I'm recognizing some of these. This language, an expert acrobat and skilled fighter. Yeah, a lot of this is copy paste from Damien too. Okay, I have multiple Jokers. Let's see if they copy pasted that. One says, "Once a small time crook, the Joker fell into a vat of chemicals, turned his skin white." The, uh, the other Joker from Batman White Knight says, once the clown prince of crime and Batman's greatest supervillain, Joker's been cured of his madness. Okay, that's, yeah, that's a different Joker. So he, so he got more care taken on his card than Batman did. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't, get... isn't that, hmm. isn't that the world we're living in right now where right. everyone wants to give attention, more attention to the Joker than the yeah. Batman? It's got to be in every movie. It's like it's like we're living in a society <laughs> of some sort. Someone tweeted earlier at McFarlane and said in a seemingly desperate tone, of course that's could be just how I was reading it, but it was basically, Will you please do some classic Batman villains? <laughs> and I thought, man, isn't that the truth? Like McFarlane yeah. has been doing yeah. 
just like first it started with just Batman, okay, and then it went into almost exclusively Dark Knights for like the last three wa- three or four waves or something right. like that. Several like, variations on the Joker, of course. And it's like, yeah, even if you're gonna stick with just Batman, he, he how needs his are rogues you not, right? How are you not gonna dip into that rogues gallery yet? That's crazy, crazy. Right. It's crazy, could, Blake. We don't we don't even have all his sidekicks. We don't have like a cl- classic Robin. We don't have the penguin, for God's sake. Come on. For God's sake. An Alfred. How nice would that be? Yeah. Anyway, well, I felt that guy's pain that was like, please. Yeah. Just, <laughs> please. Just a ki- and please, then, just a killer croc or a Mr. Freeze, please. Todd McFarlane just responds, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so that was Bat Card Bios. You won the game. Oh, great. Great. Give uh, myself a high five. <laughs> <laughs> this one I really wanted to do. It's the it's a new game for us that uh, John Arnett invented and he and he played with with Josh uh, on a previous episode. He had like forty five of them, but I, uh, to save time, I just have a short list here. But it's called "Would You Buy an Action Figure of?" and I say various characters or personalities, and you say whether you'd buy the toy version of them. Okay, I think I have a fun twist on this game for my side so you do yours first and then i'll do mine all right um would you buy an action figure of uh culturally insensitive muppets (laughs) oh like actual muppets that have existed but were at the time or would now be considered culturally insensitive the muppets that they need a warning for on disney plus those ones yeah um the answer is a very apologetic yes. Oh um, I would not display them, and I certainly wouldn't take pictures and post about them. Be I would not. Secret. I would not go buy them at a store. But would I secretly? Like would I? Would I secretly, in the privacy of my own home, buy those Muppets? I probably would. Oh man! Oh man! If they were, if they were something that I recognized, like there's a lot of like the 1970s Muppets that are pretty obscure, like one sketch Muppets that I probably yeah. wouldn't care that much about. But yeah, uh, there are others that if I recognize them, I would would probably want them. And like I said, that is an a, an apologetic admission. All right. Well, that tells me a lot. Okay, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one's a two pack, uh, a a Black Mirror two pack. Prime oh. Minister and Pig. Would oh, you the answer it? is yes, without hesitation. Um, this is a that was a tie-in uh, with uh, Adam's new podcast, Scrambled Transmissions. Their most recent episode, they were talking about that episode of Black Mirror. Listen to my podcast, please. Yeah. All right, we'll do plugs at the end. Calm down. <laughs> just just edit that out and put it at the end. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so I know Adam is a big fan of film. I know a little bit about his his tastes and what his some of his favorite stuff is. So would you buy a Roman Polanski Funko Pop? Oh, no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh that one was a that one was kind of a gotcha and you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one is a a uh a wink to another <laughs> another right. situational right collection. Thing. Well, you 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 gave the right answer. You passed. <laughs> yeah. Well, partially because I wouldn't I wouldn't buy film director Funko Pops regardless of who they are, but especially if they were uh, convicted rapists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Convicted? 
Was he convicted? Yes, he was convicted. That's why he ran off to Europe for the last 50 years. I thought he just was never returning to the the United States to avoid being arrested. (laughs) I thought that... But, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure no. he got a conviction on that. I don't I actually have no idea the the details of the story and we shouldn't go into it. He he 25th houred that shit. <laughs> but it was actually all a dream and he just went went to jail. And, <laughs> yeah. Um I have okay, I I wrote something down and kind of forgot what it was. I wrote in quotes the uncancelables, which is I think what I was thinking of is an action figure line of canceled men. <laughs> like, like, uh, man, my my mind was really in a place when I was doing this list, huh? Because I was thinking <laughs> yeah, of yeah, I was thinking of What's, a line like Woody Allen, Louis C.K. Uh, <laughs> you're just you're just trying to see if I if I can catch you slipping up. Yeah, which I I guess right from the get go with the Muppets question, I uh I really I really blew it. Yeah. It's a super team called the Uncancelables. I really just wanted to pitch this idea for a super team. <laughs> okay. Canceled men. But listen. Gonna, yeah. Speaking uh, of pitching ideas real quick, and then we'll get back to it. But yeah. uh, another podcast you should listen to, and I'll plug it also, is Lupine Transmissions, Tom's podcast. I just did an episode of that, which yeah. basically turned into an episode of Shelf Life, and it Ooh. was a lot of fun. Um but one of the things I pitched on there was a toy line called uh, Demon Defenders of Hell. And <laughs> the more I thought about this toy line, the more I love it and really <laughs> want to make oh, it happen. Oh, man. Can so, you give anyway. a really... Well, I guess I'll... No, d- don't give anything because I'll hear the episode when it comes out. And everyone who's listening should check out Lupine Transmissions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. And you were on an episode about... Can we say it was about Toxic Avenger? Yes. Yeah. You can say that. Okay. I only had one more, and what I have written down here says uh, Fortnite Gun Girl, <laughs> whatever that Wait, means. Is this, <laughs> I don't know, is that an actual skin? I don't know who that is, if that's oh an actual Oh my god, skin. no, that would be hilarious. So you know Gun Girl from the internet? Oh, oh, okay, okay, wait, so is this, am I, are you asking if I'm buying the skin or well, a figure based on the skin? Figure, ba- yeah, imagine if she was a skin. Right. That you bought, you bought with your V bucks, and then imagine because they make figures of the skin. So imagine they made a figure of her, the Fortnite version of of Gun Girl from Twitter. Purely for irony, I would absolutely buy that figure. That would be hilarious. Although right. I guess you shouldn't really support something that would yeah I, she she would be profiting off of. But I I man, would that maybe would be a funny they, figure. Here's what here's the best case scenario. They like. It's not quite a likeness, and they change it up just enough to avoid like having to give her anything, <laughs> right? Which is like I don't know if you remember this, but at one point they had an unofficially titled uh, John Wick skin. It wasn't yes, it wasn't officially John Wick, but it was right, just right. enough like him that everyone called it John Wick. And then later on, they did actually just create a John Wick oh skin. Oh my god. But- that's but funny. there was an unofficial John Wick as well. So we're in the game, I assume there were people running around with the generic John Wick skin <laughs> and the real John Wick shooting at each other. Right, right. Absolutely. I I did play the game briefly, and uh, this was when they just had the fake John Wick and not the real one. And it was, I think, probably the most popular skin in the game. Oh, and it was. It was a huge, huge skin. So everyone just had the same stupid look. Yeah. Anyway, that was all I had. That's you, great. Once again, you passed. I've got uh, three for you, 
but the game is a little bit different. All right. Here is the game. I will pitch you a wave of figures that have a build a figure. And you have to tell me if you would buy the entire wave Ooh. just to get the build a figure. <laughs> You're going to make the build a figure the the thing I want most in the world and everything in the wave will be horrible. That's my guess. Kind of, yeah. I mean basically <laughs> that's the goal, although I don't know how effective it'll be. Okay. I was I was actually uh, quizzing Jessica earlier tonight to get ideas oh. of of what this would oh, be and God. She this was is going to str- be bad. <laughs> No, I don't think it'll be that bad. She she was struggling to come up with some answers, so I just kind of I, that's why I only have a few. But okay, okay, here we go. Okay. So here's here's the action figure line. Okay, mm-hmm. famous musicians. Ooh, I, the I've wave. Been wa- waiting for this. The wave is going to be an entire band, but the build a figure is an individual artist. Okay, okay, okay. So, would you buy an entire wave? Of smashing pumpkins for a Carly Ray Jepsen build a figure. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> I had planned something else for that. I like that. I like that. Scratch smashing smashing pumpkins. Okay. Would you buy an entire wave of Interpol figures for Carly Ray Jepsen build a figure? Well, smashing pumpkins would would have been more of a moral dilemma since I have a specific problem with one of the members. Well, I'll I'll get to that because that's that's where the real bit comes in. That's why I okay. fucked it up. But Inter- yeah. Interpol, I don't even care about that band. So I would gladly buy the wave, the wave, to get the this coveted uh, Carly figure. That would be amazing. I I put her up with my billies, and then I would sell off the um, the Interpol guys to somebody who likes Interpol on eBay. <laughs> okay. A, you know, break. I guess that way. maybe this is the dangerous flaw in my game is that right. I that's going to be the answer every time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so why'd you change it? What was the deal? I'll, I'll tell you because my my third one is going to be. Oh, okay. You yeah. have another. Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got three of these. Okay. That was okay. good. Thanks. Would you buy figures of all the members of Marilyn Manson <laughs> for a Phoebe Bridgers build oh a figure? God. <laughs> you have to buy a sex criminal to get a uh, a feminist icon who speaks out against um, sexual abusers. <laughs> right. You can tell I did not put a ton of thought into the, the pairings of these. Oh, it, so- it kind of sounds like you did. Um, go. So that's this is like morally ambiguous. Does this mean that he like gets money if I buy his likeness? I guess if we're trying to be as realistic with it as possible. There's some like horrible Marilyn Manson Funko Pop. We've probably already talked about this. Let me look it up real quick because I remember it being really heinously ugly, which is no surprise. Yeah. Okay, there is one. Um, I mean, I think at least two members of his band, including himself, are fully canceled. So there's some problems there. Uh, Man, that Phoebe, though. Yeah, this is a real Sophie's Choice, like, monkey's paw type of thing. I would just have to, like, <laughs> go on eBay, and I'd, 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 I'd probably say no, and I'd, I'd go a different route to to get a secondhand Phoebe on eBay that uh, people just selling the Build-A-Figure, but, God, it would be exorbitant. Like, people would fleece me for that. The uh, correct answer was figure swap. 
Wait, what? <laughs> I said the correct answer was figure swap. You'd buy the Marilyn oh. Manson, take the pieces out, replace them with whatever custom fodder you've got, and uh, uh-huh. sell them back to the store. That would be the funniest swap in the world <laughs> to have this like this package that says Marilyn Manson, but you put in like I don't know, fucking Nightwing or some shit. <laughs> like, no, something something way stupider than Nightwing, like yeah. uh, a really a really bad Marvel Legends like living laser or something. The uh the recent Jar Jar Binks release. Yeah. Yeah. And people at Walmart will just be like, "Yeah, okay." Okay, we'll take it. Of course. Okay, so the last one, hopefully this one's a little bit funnier. Um and maybe no, not as uh, They're all morally. funny. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh Okay, so back to Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, that's yeah. the that's the wave of figures. Okay. The build a figure is Billie Eilish, but here's the twist. There's a twist on this one. Okay. Her hair is blonde. <laughs> there are multiple uh Billie Eilish heads for the different oh. hair hair colors, and each one is packed with a variant Billy Corgan. <laughs> so you have to buy multiple Billy Corgans. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, you to get knew, to you get knew all how the to make it. Yeah, you knew how to really min max it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> to make it like the most repugnant and also the most desirable. That head thing, I can't believe I never thought of a swappable head, but that's genius. Yeah. You know, she's one of these these pop stars always changing her hair color. They come up with the wildest colors these 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 young people. Um I think I I might still have to do it. Yeah, I again think that's probably something that like the Interpol you could get yeah. rid of, especially when you're talking about variants of of characters. I'm sure people would be jumping yes. all over those. I I would give them all to uh, a friend of mine, uh, Logan, and my band who is is very very into Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, he good. he would enjoy those. Um, I I am a little bit. Uh, repelled by the idea of of having billy corgan variants but that that i i do have a a strange (laughs) billy eilish collection going so that would fit in nicely yep i agree i like it okay good yeah i asked uh jessica what your least favorite bands were or who were musical artists that you really hated and she just kind of shrug emojied and was like here's a couple i think that those aren't even ones that i I, I think there are ones that would be way more repugnant to me. Not even repugnant, but just like stuff that's really boring. I don't know. Yeah. Like, she actually she actually uh, cushioned it in kind of a compliment, I think. She's like, he likes a lot more stuff than I do. Or something like that. She's like, I'm the one that hates everything. He mostly likes everything. So I... Yeah, I, I like a lot of things and I don't like everything, but I don't I don't harbor a lot of hatred toward most music if if i don't like it i'm just like yeah it's it's for someone else it's not for me but i'm not right. gonna like picket them or whatever a true artist right i'm just perfect in every way um <laughs> So this game, we I think we played this game in the early days of Shelf Life, and it's probably been a long while, called Jessica, What Is This?, where I invite my wife in, and I hold a toy up to her, and I have her guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's kind of in the name. 
Uh, and I've told Adam beforehand okay. what they are. So you know what these are. And Adam's not here in the room, but... Uh, but I, I can... can sense right. the toys. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm holding up the first one now. Um, oh, I'm going to have to communicate it to the listener somehow. The figure is Marvel Legends, Walgreens exclusive magic. Should I know what this is? Uh, you probably should. So I just handed her a figure a, of a female form. Very nice toy here. I, I love this one. She has a big old, big, big sword. Big honking sword. It's almost as this big as This is a great figure, is. by the way. Yeah, I love this figure. She's got... Now, if, hel- if this helps you, it did come from Walgreens. So if, <laughs> if that helps you guess the character. It's got an X on its arm. No, oh, that maybe that's a clue. Uh, she's an ex girl. <laughs> well, s- s- sort of. She's in the X X Men X Force. Well, uh, close, close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she has been probably a member of both of those teams. Um, should I really know who this is? I don't know. Maybe you've heard the name. Maybe do you recognize this character at all? No. What? Well, I. What are these things coming out of her head? <laughs> I can't tell if that's She's like got, horns or if it's supposed to be like her hair accessory. It's it's like a it's she like an accessory thing, isn't it, Adam? The the yeah, pointy- it's a little it's a little headband she wears for fashion. Yeah, so it's fashion horns. Okay, I I'll say that she was uh, played by a, a famous uh, actress in a recent movie version. Was it who Anya Taylor Joy played? That's right. I I don't know because I didn't see that movie. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just guessing based upon the way this this uh, well, figure looks. She's not gonna get it. Her name is Magic M A M A G I K. Never heard of her. Okay, well you should have. Sorry, she's Colossus's sister. That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, Ilyana Rasputin. Correct. If I say <laughs> her last name is Rasputin. Yeah, they're the Rasputin siblings. Her okay. and Colossus. Um, did you see that new mutants? <laughs> I did. And you know what? I'm going to go on record as being one of the people that really liked it a lot. Okay. I listened to them talk about it on the, the Flophouse podcast. They did not like it. No, I, I know a lot of people don't. Um, and it's a movie that's made for teenagers. So that's nah. something you have to, you have to know going into it is it is not an adult fanboy movie. It is a, yeah. a teenage young adult movie. It's like um, the Y, yeah, it's the YA version of an X-Men movie maybe. Yeah. But that that said, I think it's uh, a lot of fun in some ways. Okay, um, I I do like the actors they got. The second one I'm handing to Jessica now. The figure is Lord of the Rings, Gimli. Oh wait, let me show you the action feature. I'm squeezing his legs together, and what's he doing? He's moving his arm up and down. It is a jack off motion. Very I, I much. Must say, yeah. Because his fist isn't. I mean, he only wishes he were that big. His fist big, is but... closed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Gimli from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Nailed right? it. Ding, Nailed ding, it. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Why do you have this? Um, That's what I said. I Why is gonna, that in his house? <laughs> I was going to make a custom a long, long time ago. Of what? Of another dwarf character um, from the Adventure Zone podcast. There was a they it's a D and D podcast and there was a dwarf character and I was like, Yeah, I could make him out of this. Was his name like Taco or something? No. That was the elf. Oh, sorry. Um 
Sam is Merle. So you you saw those movies, right? I guess that's how you knew. Yes. I'm just surprised you could pull out the name. I read the f- books too. Jack oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> how recently? Um, probably when I was a freshman in college. Whenever the first movie came out, I read the Lord of the Rings trilogy. All right. So when you're mm-hmm. freshman, I'll, I'll in college. say that I'll say that Gimli is probably more well known in pop culture than magic is. If we're talking yeah. about just kind of general general uh knowledge of characters. I, I think it's good. Lord of the Rings is gonna have a yes. broader uh fan base than And he's he's a meme and and my axe. And my yeah. axe. Whereas to say that. magic is is not a meme. Yeah. Yet. Okay. The third one you have to guess the character based on the head only. <laughs> Damn it. I went digging through my drawer of heads. <laughs> okay. The figure is Mattel WWE Ric Flair, old version. So I'm handing her this head. Oh my god! <laughs> what is not this a good thing? It's not very it's, cute. It is not. Jessica, an- I'm gonna. I I just want to say for the next two, I don't think you should feel bad when you don't know them <laughs> okay. at all. <laughs> is this a wrestler? Yes. Okay, How'd look, you know that? How'd just, you know that based well, on the head? It looks like a wrestler. Okay. It really is? I was right about yeah, that? Yeah. No, okay. I, I, he absolutely is. He's just kind of got a goofy wrestling look. I don't know. Um, I could see where somebody could identify a wrestling figure just based on the the face sculpt yeah, of them. You can, yeah. well, they, this, they do have a certain quality about them. This looks like an 80s or 90s era wrestler, though. Oh, because, man. Am I close? Well, Buddy, he is... This Getting incarnation warm. of him is very old because he's an old, he was his heyday in wrestling was a long time ago. Is it Ric Flair? Is that a person? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. She's got 2 out of 3. I expected her to get 0 out of 4. That's all based on a head, guys. Yeah, so this is I just old went, Ric Flair. I just went from mildly entertained to sufficiently impressed. <laughs> yeah. Very very well done. So I uh I did watch some uh, some wrestling in the eighties, guys. Oh, okay. With my sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. She had a crush that... on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Ew, gross! <laughs> of all the people to have crushes on, yeah, she's of weird. All the of all the men, um, I found that very cheap online uh, because this Ric Flair has like a suit wearing body, but he's also big and beefy. So I was like, I could make this a, a Bruce Wayne in a suit. Took the head off and. <laughs> Uh, I, I never did anything with that. You, okay. All you had to do was put a different head on it. <laughs> I did. I did. I put the How old man Batman Bruce head. How many Batman heads do you have? And Bruce, a lot. Yeah. A lot. Okay. Uh, it was a, I hope you were putting one with a cowl on, on that body. <laughs> no, that, I, Mattel made the old man Bruce head that I put on it. It The size wasn't right, first of all. And I think I disliked the colors of Ric Flair's suit and or shirt and jacket. And I was like... Bruce Wayne wouldn't wear these colors, so I, I got a lot of painting to do. That's the nature of my disease yeah. when it comes to figures and customs. Okay, the last one. Last one. Is, I'll also have to guess it based on just a head here, because okay. I just had a head. Oh my god. The figure is Marvel Legends Hammerhead. I guess I could have attached him to his body. Okay, but, he's you know. got a flat head. Got a flat head. Top of his head is completely flat. Like, he looks like a Dick Tracy character. Well, yep, that's yep, very yep. close. Very close. <sighs> Shit. I mean, you wouldn't, couldn't so fault. They're not, he's not in Dick Tracy, but I'm in. No, I'm, I'm no. Getting... But, but think of the way that Dick Tracy villains were named. 
I mean, flat yeah. top. I mean, that was the name of the Dick Tracy character. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> I don't think that I don't think his name is all that obvious like flat top is uh, or or big head or triangle or head, triangle <laughs> head. <laughs> widow peak. Uh forehead no okay he's head, a, paper, wait let's give now. him one more guess if wait. this if this helps he's a spider-man villain right is that right adam or yeah. a, a general marvel villain but mostly spider-man oh, i'm thinking but was he ever in the movies and his head is gross here no i don't think he's in I a don't movie read a lot of spider-man Th- or, or, okay i'll give you another hint it's also the name of a type of shark mm. hammerhead Yes. Yay. Yay. I mean, you didn't really get it because that was quite a hint. <laughs> but yeah, it's like someone took a hammer to the top of his head and made it all flat. This is the one that came with the um, chameleon who yep. had different heads he could he could morph into. And a J. Jonah Jameson head. Right. Okay, so she got two out of two. Two um, out of four. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> two out of four. I have to, Okay, I have to do a fifth one to break the tie then. All right, oh no! Close your eyes. I don't know what this one is. I can't help you, Jessica. Oh no, okay, Adam! I'm gonna type what it is real quick. I don't like chat. this at all. I have no safety line. I can you I, don't need can one. I phone a friend? I don't think you'll need to. Okay. Okay. Did you get the 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 answer, Adam? Oh, I did. Okay. Right, you got okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. I just not got it. Though. Okay, Jess, you can look. Oh my God! It's <laughs> Travis Barker. <laughs> <laughs> The Funko Pop, Funky Pop yes. version. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, have to, I have to bring this mascot out that, that Josh got me. Uh, it's Travis Barker. She already knew that, so she had an advantage. I hope you are keeping a shelf of all the garbage toys that Josh buys you, because you've got a pretty decent collection of just yeah. random shit going it's by now. Def- Do you still have the trash Barbie? It's definitely a shelf and not a cardboard box in the garage. <laughs> But uh, they are all somewhere, yeah. Uh, they're around, except for DeGrunt, who is, is haunting someone else right now. Um, okay, you win. Three out of five. What's my prize? Great job, Jess. Your prize is you. you get to keep Travis Barker. No! Forever. <laughs> okay, everybody say, everybody clap for Jessica now. If you're Thank listening, you. please, please clap. <laughs> Record record audio of you clapping and send it to Blake Walker and Jessica. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I will insert it all. All right. Until it sounds like a crap. Bye, dudes. Bye. Bye, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah, bye, Adam. All right. Well, that sure was fun. That killed some time. Yeah, that it did. <laughs> all right. Well. Did we did we sufficiently celebrate fifty episodes? Oh God. <laughs> Do you think? Well, should I go back through our, our entire catalog and like pull highlights this is this is what i should have done but i don't have the discipline or the time (laughs) and pulled like greatest hits you know like when people do that that would have been like fun i'm trying to think of a way you could do that and just kind of like pepper them in throughout this uh this recording like have some sort of like audio cue that's like yeah what i should have done was a while back Instead of asking people to roast us, which the only people who roasted us were the Arnett brothers, I should have <laughs> right. asked people to to pull their favorite clips of the show so that they do the work for us of pulling the highlights. But 
people probably wouldn't do that because that's a lot no, of work. No, probably not. <laughs> I, I found that you, you're you more successful on Instagram than I am, but anytime I request anything on, on Twitter, I don't really get too much, yeah. too much feedback. Twitter sucks. Um, hey, if you follow us on Twitter, I love you. I don't really think you suck. Expect some more. Ga- we didn't have time for absolutely everything, so expect more games in future episodes, which we'd like to continue doing monthly. <laughs> yeah. And I totally mean it this time. Um, I wanted to to get people a little more excited about the show uh, that has been gone for so long. Happy 2021, by the way. I never, I never told you, but it's 2021 now. The last time we talked, it was 2020. It's actually a quarter of <laughs> through oh, 2021. Just so we're clear. Lord, want to feel old? I'm 45 now. <laughs> uh, I'm not really. So anyway, to to stir up some interest, um, I thought maybe it'd be fun to do another giveaway. I think we've done one before. Um, didn't didn't get a whole lot of interest, but maybe maybe this time because um, it's going to be a super secret fiftieth episode yes. giveaway. So what I was thinking was we get several toys i i I have at least one so i on a whim at walmart i bought the walmart exclusive um lantern predator i mentioned this earlier that uh i got it not for me but just to give away the one with the semi translucent skin and then we should if we come up with some other stuff to give away here's um, what do you remember the two that i suggested here's what i think we should do i forgot three tiers I will give away the NECA Metalhead and the McFarlane Spawn. Mm, those are good. And the, yeah. And then you can give away the Predator. So I don't know <laughs> if we want to do like a, a three tier, like a, a tiered prize where it's like grand prize winner, second place, third yeah. place type thing. I think or, that, that would work. Or we could let them choose. Cause like, what if they're like not a, not a turtle fan, not a predator fan, not or or not a spawn fan, and they just yeah. But we still have like a primary winner, secondary, and yeah, tertiary, so that the, the first person primary gets, to pick. gets first choice. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that I'm giving away as something I spent ten dollars on, and you're <laughs> you're gonna give away two uh, much more expensive things. They're not that much more expensive, yeah. and. It's for the podcast. Yeah, you know what? It's for the fans. And we would do anything for our fans, the best fans in the world. Um, So I thought it would be fun. Instead of just doing one of these, uh, repost my post on Instagram or, or retweet me for a giveaway, make it a little more fun than that and use a secret code word within the podcast, thus forcing people to listen if they want to win. And not just putting it up front, because I really want to make them get deep in the paint and <laughs> and bury that code word toward the end of the episode. Um, so you would have to DM us either on Twitter or Instagram with the code word, and that would put you into the um, raffle, so to speak. Does that all sound right, Adam? Yes, that sounds right. Okay. Um, what should be the code word that they have to DM to us? It has to be a DM in secret. You can't comment it in public. Yeah. You're disqualified. Anyone who comments in public will be disqualified. Exactly. DQ. Um, 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 
all I can think of is life in plastic. It's fantastic. But I know I I, I thought that too. But I, I don't feel want like it that to would be. also too easy. Right. Too easy. Why Why have we never had? Why haven't we had more catchphrases? Um, I feel like maybe something to do with our unofficial mascot, Degrunt. Yeah. Okay. Um, it could be Degrunt looking Degrunt looking like a snack. <laughs> Okay, that's fine with me. That was the title of an old episode. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing it down here. If you want to win uh, your choice of Predator, Metalhead, or uh, Spawn, Mortal Kombat Spawn, you have to DM us on Instagram um, at Shelf Life Podcast or DM us on Twitter at Shelf Life Host. Is that what you... Yeah. Okay, at Shelf Life Host. And you have to say... Da Grunt, that's D-A-G-R-U-N-T, looking like a snack. Da Grunt, looking like a snack. It's an inside joke. And we joke. will pick, yeah, and we'll pick three winners. Uh, the first grand prize winner will get first pick of the prizes. Uh, second place will get the uh, next pick, and the third uh, will get what remains. Yes, genius. I can't believe we just came up with that. So good. <laughs> I really, really hope at least three people enter this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will. I think the last giveaway we got a lot of. Yeah, but it was much. But we also we also do. Yeah, it was also a lot easier to do. You so. didn't have to listen to the podcast. This one has more of a buy-in. Okay. Um, Degrunt looking like a snack. Let's just repeat it one more time. Degrunt looking like a snack. Uh, slide in those DMs and tell us who looking like a snack. It's Degrunt. <laughs> Listen to Adam's new podcast. It's called Scrambled Transmissions. Um, do you want to tell them what kind of podcast it is? Or Sure. I can give it a brief run. Yeah, just, so just briefly. It's a uh, podcast about anthology television. So think uh, Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, Tales from the Crypt, Are You Afraid of the Dark, those sort of series. Uh, I have a new guest each week where we talk about both the episode and some of the thematic material surrounding that episode. Uh, it is a, not as comedic in nature as maybe uh, this podcast is, um, although there are moments of levity, and I think uh, we have a good time. Um, I'm also very proud of it, just personally speaking, and would love to have more people listening to it. So uh, check that out again. It's Scrambled Transmissions, and you can find it just about anywhere podcasts are done. I can vouch. It's very good. It gets very deep. Uh, even if you're just talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark, the silly Nickelodeon show, it really goes there and <laughs> didn't expect it to um, um, go there in such a great way. And I'm on an episode that hasn't come out yet, but maybe... It's actually the next episode Ooh. that's coming out is uh, the one with Blake. And I think that one will be uh, certainly a, a, lot of, that was, a lot of fun. Yeah. That was fun to, to make, and it's on Tales from the Crypt, uh, so if you're into that sort of thing. Um, listen to my other podcast. Uh, it's called More of That Presents Discographology. More of That is the name of my band, and it's a podcast I do with the members of my band. It was kind of born out of there was a pandemic on, and we couldn't get together to play music anymore. <laughs> so we decided to podcast instead. Um and that's, uh, it's spelled disco, wait, disco graph ology. Uh, that's how I explain it. It rolls off the tongue yeah, after the so, uh, first few hundred attempts. <laughs> it really is just a no brainer of a title. 
easy to spell, easy to say. And check out the other podcasts on the Ox Network. My wife's podcast, Are You There Pod, about young adult novels. Our friend Tom's um, podcast, Lupine Transmissions. Uh, Again, the, not the most recent episode or even the next one, but I'll be on in a couple episodes. I've been uh, on and it. Tom, yeah, and, and Tom and I had a good time recording it, and I know uh, Blake always has fun on there too, so check and, that one out. And it's, uh, it's, it's based in Sydney, Australia. Uh, Ox is international now. Did you know that? Yep, I <laughs> did. Um, okay, what am I leaving out? I, I, I could tell them to check out tattoo girls but i won't um (laughs) and if you want to uh support us and get bonus content and that uh if you go to our patreon you get the content for all ox audio podcasts patreon.com slash ox audio a-u-x-a-u-d-i-o for shelf life what i've put up thus far is i think the full version of our theme song which we haven't ever played the full version on the show and the the Christmas version of the theme song. So if you want <laughs> yeah. to get in the Christmas mood with that, we should put up some more stuff. Uh, but I hope to. Yeah. Let's, let's make a point to think of a few things we can do that are just yeah. weird one-off things that are not a normal episode. Yeah. So if you sub to Patreon, that's where you will get future bonus episodes for all Ox podcasts. Um, all right. Thanks for being patient with us and <laughs> tuning in for our uh, our fiftieth man, fifty episodes. And since I don't even want to do the math and think about it too much, but what was it? Tw- <laughs> summer of twenty seventeen. Yeah, something like that. I have that. That's not bad. <laughs> Here's to another fifty more. <laughs> yep. So raise your glasses. In twenty twenty nine, we'll be at, we'll be celebrating number one hundo. And I'll be. I guess until then, um, life in plastic. It's fantastic. 